only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Now water can flow, or it can crash. Be water, my friend. I should like to help everyone if possible. Welcome. It's time for another exciting episode. Thank you for joining us. Time, time management, time blocking. We're live. We're live. Just on the Good morning page. Good morning. How are you, Travis? I'm well. How are you doing today, Nestor? I'm doing fantastic. I thought I was going to be tired from that uh, fiesta last night, but right? I'm actually feeling pretty good. Well, that, I'm tired. Um, yeah. Too many margaritas, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are there ever too many margaritas? And I don't understand. I got disqualified in the um, boat race. I don't yeah, know. I, there, I don't know who a, did that. Oh wait, that was me. Uh, is yes, there an official appeal system or something. Um, you were out of class. Uh, <laughs> You're a classy guy, but you were out of class. Uh, so today's topic, we're going to talk about time management. Oh, that's like topic number one in this business of ours. Absolutely, and and is it really time management or is time budget? Because yeah, we all have the same amount, right? Exactly. So I, I wanted to start with, and, and when we talk about time management and looking at it, um, when you apply this, uh, kind of the, the conversation today, apply it as the, the question that I'd like to start with is, are you running your business? Um, is your production by design or is your production by coincidence? Yeah. What are um, you doing? Right. Exactly. I think that's what it comes down to. <laughs> exactly. So that's maybe the, we should define that first to start. Um, design or, or coincidence? Well, design is, is there an actual plan in place? Well, that's what I mean, is that's what you should do to start. Exactly. Tell us what you're going to do. I think a lot of people miss that step. Okay. Um, when I look at what I'm going to do, I break it down into four different categories. When we're talking about real estate, we're either lead generation, lead conversion, working on current transactions, mm-hmm. or we're learning. Um, and in a lot of cases, when I look at the typical real estate agent, they spend the majority of their time in the latter two where they're in learning and, or working on current files. And it really shouldn't be that way. We really should be lead generation or lead conversion should be our primary focus and, Mm -hmm. and what we're, we're time blocking and giving the most attention to. But I tend to see that those habits of webinars, seminars, things like that, these. Um, so I'm not telling you not to watch this, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's, uh, that's when we're engaged, right? Those are like activities that we're doing towards our business. I think another huge time sucker is when we're bringing agents into the industry. What do we always hear? Oh, I want to run my own business and have a flexible schedule. And unfortunately, I think to a lot of people, that means is I can take a two hour lunch. I can do whatever it is. It's not real estate related. And a lot of people fail to realize that you got to make up that time somewhere, right? Absolutely. We need to treat our businesses like businesses. Uh, We need to have standard hours. And uh, maybe for us in real estate, it's eight hours a day. That's probably conservative, but just to make an example and uh, sure, go do whatever you want. Go see your daughter's dance, see your son play baseball. Uh, but where are you going to make that time up? Right. And I, I think that that's where the misconception is, is the schedule can be flexible. You, But y- you don't have to be at real estate from nine to five every single day, Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday open houses. But 
you're correct. If you're if you're going out and breaking up your schedule to go do other things, it doesn't mean that those other activities yeah. and that time commitment to those things aren't can can be missed. That's where your your phrase or word rather budget exactly really, really hits home. Exactly. And, you know, I, I think one of the things that people misunderstand is that time that we do give up exactly what it what it what it cost us. You know, we talked about it I was when conversation last week when I was talking to Karen, one of the things came up is how often we say yes to things, whether it's, you know, yes to going to this ball game or yes, going to to this lunch or whatever it may be. And every time that we say yes to something, we're saying no to something else. Yeah. And it's very easy to say yes to the easy parts of our life and don't realize that what we're really doing is saying no to the more difficult things in, in life that um, we really should be addressing. Yeah, the productive things. Right? Exactly. So, you know, an hour of day, you give up an hour a day doing something five days a week and you take that for for a year, you know, you're giving up about 240 to five, about 240 to 250 hours a year that you're giving up. Well, what can be done with that out or with that mm-hmm. 250 hours? It's really about in our business. It's really about another 1100 conversations that you could have. Yeah. And, you know, I experienced that. Well, I've probably experienced a lot, but, uh, consciously experienced it recently with my schedule. And it made me think of like Richard Branson, and Warren Buffett and the advice they give on that where Richard Branson, if it doesn't hit one of his top three objectives, you don't get time on his schedule. Right. I think one guy tried once to, he said, I'll pay you a million dollars for an hour in front of my company. We want to hear you speak. He said, no, I'm sorry. That doesn't fit one of my top three objectives. I, you know, I'm not going to do it. And then of course, Warren Buffett uh, says, write out your to-do list, two, three pages long, whatever it is, pick your top three most important objectives, tear up the rest of the list. Exactly. And that's what we should be working on every, every day. What are our top three things that we should be working on every single day? And, um, you know, I guess I'll ask this question. We all know what we should be doing. This is a reminder, right? (laughs) So, (laughs) Want me to tell you what you should be doing? Yeah, absolutely. Whatever you don't want to do. That's your top priority. (laughs) And that goes back. What was that book called? Uh, Eat the Frog? Eat the Frog, exactly. But when we take that, you know, obviously so many of us figure out what we shouldn't be doing or spending all that time on things we shouldn't be doing. What, you know, what's some of the mindset and and reasoning behind that? Your opinion. Behind why we're not doing it? Yeah, behind the procrastination or the... uh, Uh, You know, I think... I think it's human nature to begin with. I I don't think it's uh, abnormal for anyone, so don't feel bad out there. Uh, But I think it's a lot of lack of preparation and uh, lack of practice. You know, um, when you go to prospect, you sit down, and I think probably 90% of us, we think, what am I going to say? Right. Right? Well, obviously, you didn't prepare (laughs) or you didn't practice. Um, and so it's tough. Once you jump into it, it's the greatest thing you've ever done. Uh, but we don't take the time to pre- prepare for that moment. Typical preparation time should be my, my advice is always prep the day before. If you're going to be, if you're going to have your, whether it's going to be your hour of power making phone calls or door knocking, um, that your preparation shouldn't be the day of 
getting into that habit of coming in first thing in the morning and trying to prep for that that prospecting activity that day just is not something that tends to work. It's really more of the night before, the day before that you're taking that time to, okay, I know what area I'm going to be at tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm going to say. I know what all of those things are actually in place the day before and your prospecting time, your, your prospecting should be ready to go first thing in the morning, not we're trying to figure out what we're doing. 100%. I'd even take it one step further back and I'd say, really, it should be part of your weekly schedule, schedule. Exactly. of your unmoved schedule. Uh, I'm going to be in role play every Friday. I mean, that's where it starts. Right. Now you're making a commitment and you're doing it over time. Right. So that's really important. And then I believe you're right on top of it. You need to look at what you're going to do tomorrow, today. Otherwise, at minimum, you're wasting time. Or at worst, you're going to be terribly unproductive for that day. Uh, and then the last step, of course, I think is uh, once you get ready to go, you should always have your highlights. What am, why am I doing this? What, what am I trying to achieve? You know, Have your notes that you look at to motivate you before you pick up that phone or knock on the door. I think that's important to understand is what is it that you're actually trying to achieve? That goes Mm -hmm. right back to the opening question. Are you building this business by design or are you building it by coincidence? Is it, is what you're currently doing um, just a, a byproduct of what is happening by coincidence or have you actually put this together by design and Mm -hmm. you have a plan, you execute the plan, you, you take a look at at you excuse me losing my train of thought you basically have a plan you look at the results you adjust and then you go again and you move forward with after that adjustment is made so basically you measure it's create something do it measure it adjust it start over again absolutely um it's unfortunate that in this business there are people who can kind of fumble their way through it uh, and they feel fulfilled to a degree. But what we ultimately typically see is someone who has a very inconsistent business and maybe falls out of the business before they want to. Right. And some of these agents I talk to and I look back and I go, gosh, you know, you did okay. But boy, if we would have just had a little forethought, right. put a little design to this, you would be on like cruise control right now with so little effort. But because of the way you decided to conduct your business, it was falling in your lap and you didn't nurture it. Well, you know, at worst, you're out of the business. At best, you're still working as hard as you were on day one to try to keep those clients coming in. So new agent, experienced agent, regardless, is there a big difference in the amount of prospecting that you think should be done? Well, yeah, I mean, I think when you're new, you've got nothing. So you better be doing a lot of prospecting, <laughs> but uh, natural attrition, right? And anything we do. So it doesn't matter how experienced you are, how many clients you have. If you don't do anything, they're going to dissipate over time. Okay. So um, I guess it depends what you want in your business. Um, do you want to maintain? Do you want to grow? I hope you're not looking to slowly dissipate into the ether. So um, yeah, as a new agent, obviously you need to have your feet on the ground more, uh, but depending on what your goals are, you know, as a 20-year experienced agent, you may have your feet on the ground just as much. Right. And so now as a new agent, you, you've said, we, as a new agent, not having much others, other to do than prospecting. So one of the hardest things about that is 
how do I stay motivated? Because you're dealing with the highest amount of rejection at that time for, you know, if you're truly prospecting a solid four to five plus hours a day, that's mm-hmm. a lot of rejection. That's a lot of uh, disappointment. That's a lot of, is this worth it? Things like that. What are some things that you would think of to do for that? What advice would you give to that agent of, hey, it's going to be hard. Yeah. But I think probably the two most important things are one is you got to know why you're out there. And I know everyone says, oh, my why, you know, and everyone wants right. to skip through that when we talk about uh, planning your business. But it's extremely important. You know, of course, we all want money. But, you know, what does it mean to your family? What does it mean to your dreams and desires? And you've really got to have that written out and reflect on it regularly. And that becomes a great source of motivation. Um, secondly, I think one of the most important things is to network. So, you know, whether it be in a formal setting or whether it be with, uh, friends that you have in the business to be able to sit down and say, oh man, I just, you know, I got, I went out there and this happened to me and I just didn't even know what to do and have them turn around and go, Hey, you know what? First that happens to me too. You know what I do about it? And then having that opportunity to share, uh, because we don't have all the same thought patterns and go the same way. And certainly when we're discouraged, we're headed downhill really quickly and have someone step in and say, it's okay. Don't worry. I've been through this before. Here's what I did is extremely powerful. And that really regenerates you, uh, to get you back out there because we, there's no question what we need to do in this business. It's just doing it. So the only thing I would add to that is one of the first pieces of advice that I got when I first got into this business um, was reward the activity, don't reward the the results. Hundred percent true. You knocked on fifty doors today. Awesome. Let's go celebrate. celebrate. Exactly. Uh, you know there'll be a point when you can't do that. You know, two months in a row. 50 doors a day. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about conversion here. Obviously we were missing a step, Exactly. But certainly to, to get off the ground, um, people get discouraged. Oh, I didn't get the listing. Oh, I didn't pick up a buyer. Don't even worry about it. You want to got 50 doors. That's a huge accomplishment. Let's it, do this. That is exactly what you should be celebrating are the actions and the activities that you're taking on a daily basis. Um, it keeps you, it keeps you motivated and it keeps it, it gives you a reason to go out there the next day and, and do it again. Yep. When, when we focus so often, I see agents when they're brand new, they focus on the results and what happens is the results aren't showing up for the first 30, 60, 90 days. And it it's natural to just get discouraged and not be able to sustain yourself for that, that period of time walking in, having that, that conversation with yourself of, I'm just not seeing the results that I was expecting. Yeah. So. No, very common. Um, the, maybe this one's a little difficult, which is eating the frog, right? Because it makes you so unproductive to have on your mind what you have to do, right? It takes up that ram in your head and just slows down everything else you're doing. You either lose focus or you, you don't get done as much as you should get done. So if you can find that way to eat that frog in the morning, if you've ever done it, man, is that empowering, right? I agree. I agree. The second thing that I would add to that is know yourself and know, know your, how do I put this? So there are certain times of the day that we are naturally more productive or our spirits are better. Our imagination is better. 
And what tends to happen, one of the other things that I see people do is they spend their time on activities that don't match the mood. Mm -hmm. An example that I'll give is the tendency to walk into the office first thing in the morning and pick up that telephone or wake up and get out of bed and pick up that, that phone and look at your emails, look at your text messages and start getting right into responding to those when that time of the day may be better suited for something else. And you may be more, you know, that might, your mornings might be your most creative time. So if that's your most creative time, that's the time to actually figure out and plan things out. And just, and that's when you're putting pen to paper about, Hey, some new ideas and things of that nature. And what I tend to see is the exact opposite. So we, our most creative time is spent dealing with emails and things of that nature. And then all of a sudden when we've lost it and that spirit's gone, now we're trying to figure out how we create that new marketing piece or this and that. And then we mm-hmm. sit there with writer's block and can't figure out why. Yeah. And that's the worst thing to check your email first thing in the morning. It's so distracting and it fills your to-do list with all the things you should not be doing that day. Exactly. <laughs> so this, this brings me up or brings me to another point. So in our industry, our approach are two different ways. When we have, when we take it, what's the what would you consider what the typical approach is that you see in our industry versus what a thriving approach would be or approach that we should be taking in it? In regards to just time management, real estate in general. Okay, well we've gone through a lot of the don'ts already. <laughs> uh, you know, real estate you need to build. I think is what's very important. That's why time management is so important uh, because until you manage your time, when you're just helter skelter, you're not putting any foundation under your feet. And when you get five years into the business, if you don't have foundation under your feet, you're back at day one. And that can be incredibly discouraging. But when we make these commitments and we're building based on a plan that we have and repetitive activities that we get bored of, uh, but we get that routine and we're going forward and it builds and maintains your business going on instead of just getting harangued around by whatever's in the moment. So, and no, I'm not picking on anybody, (laughs) but the market has changed. We've had a little bit of an adjustment. One of the easiest ways for me to tell when I'm talking to somebody if they have a plan mm-hmm. is with this market adjustment. Because yeah. if you've had a plan and, and you brought up a good point, you know, five years down the road, all of a sudden we're unsure of what we're doing or what's happening. Well, we're, we're hitting that crossroad right now. The market's mm-hmm. changed. And if the plan isn't in place and the systems aren't in place right now, you're stalling. Hey, it's been a great market. Look at me. I'm getting listings. People are calling me. I have some buyers I'm working with, but you haven't committed to keeping in contact with all your past clients on a regular basis. You haven't committed to that geographical farm and been in there to not the best results over the last two years, but you said, I know this is what's right and I'm going to do it. Guess who's getting the payday right now? Exactly. And the helter skelter agent is wondering where their business went. That's exactly yeah. what's happening. Um, this is a prime example of those that had the system in place mm-hmm. are going to start to widen the gap. Oh, yeah. Their phone's going to start ringing. Exactly. So, it, and and I don't mean to say this, that it's too late. If, if you are one of those people that don't Never have that too plan late. in place, 
Travis is 100% correct. It's never too late. This is really like everything else. We all know what to do. It's just these are reminders over and over again of the things that we should be doing and, and you know, not meant to pick on anybody or anything like that. Just simply trying to improve ourselves because I, I know all my systems aren't in place the way they should. Be. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe that's what people don't realize. You know, I, I've said it. I think I've said to you before, you'll probably recognize it. Uh, someone said to me, I'm organized because I'm always organizing because guess what? Organized people, it's not an end game. That's something that's continually going on. So when you write a business plan at the end of this year or the beginning of next year, whenever you plan on doing that, that's not the end. I mean, that is a living document. I think a lot of people don't understand that. And it's constantly morphing and you've got to adjust it. And within that business plan, you know, you have all your tasks going on. You know, what are, what am I doing to build my business? Oh, I'm doing the geographical farm. Well, that changes, you know, we got to take consistent action, but it's not always the same. So I think people get lost in that. And that's why 2016's business plan is the last one maybe that was done and is getting kind of dusty. And people say (laughs) it doesn't work. Well, you got to work with it. Absolutely. So in closing, anything that you'd like to close out today with? Oh, well, Time management's important. I think one of the things I've learned is that you have to be, it's, I know it's, it's said, and I think people say, oh, yeah, I understand that, but until you're really doing it is you have to know what you need to do. What are those actions? What are those tasks? And you got to build it from the top down. You got to know what you want, why you want it. You have to decide um, how you're going to get it and what those actions are. Then those actions you need to budget the time for them. I'll give you a simple example. When I was selling real estate, every other week, Monday through Wednesday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., I never did anything but go out my farms and farm. Nothing ever interrupted that calendar. I made a commitment to it, and it was one of the best things I ever did in my business. Um, but I know so many people say, oh, I'm going to prospect at this particular time. But it's like kind of a, I will if I don't find something else else better to schedule on top of it. And I'll tell you this class on a silver bullet that's going to help my business is definitely more important than prospecting folks. No, no, it isn't put it in your calendar and don't deviate. And it's not easy. I'm not saying you just put in your calendar, but I think that's a number one. I like the classrooms, but here's the one thing that I will say about classroom and learning, especially now everything gets sent to you again. So all these, <laughs> all these live like ses- <laughs> sessions and webinars, if you sign up, if you miss it, they send you a link for the replay and or the competitor does. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I, I tend to sign up for a lot of webinars, but I tend to watch most of them eight, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock mm. at night. Yep. Um, not at not during the day when they're actually live at that at that nine in the morning or ten in the morning eleven in the morning. So, um, just just some food for thought that that tends to take up a lot of our time nowadays. Um, don't let it because Travis is right. We should be out there. What is the one most important thing? What is the second most important thing? What is the third most important thing? After that, 
Nothing if, else matters. Yeah, if you're doing anything else on that list during that day or spending the majority of your day doing four through whatever it is, um, we're building by coincidence. Yeah, we do that. Sorry, I know we're trying That's to wrap okay. up here. We do that because it's comfortable and it feels good. And it's like we can check something off our list and uh, we're moving forward. But you've probably experienced it. And if you haven't, believe me, hit one of your big activities Make that call that you're concerned about making because you don't know what's going to be said on the other side. Believe me, it's not as big and scary as you think it is. And man, when you get that done, that little general adrenaline rush, just got to get over that that little hump exactly, and um, make things happen. Awesome. All right. Thank you. My Look, pleasure. Thank you. Looking forward to next week. Not sure what the topic is yet. Uh, we'll come up with something good. Well, yes, we will. <laughs> Everyone have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk to you again soon. Take Happy care. Happy Friday the 13th. Happy, Be careful out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Friday the 13th. Ooh. <laughs>